म्यूजिक Welcome to an American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Stree, a horror comedy about a town festival haunted by a witch. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the third in our horror movie series. Starring Rajkumar Rao and Shraddha Kapoor. Also, one of his friends, Bitu, is Ayushman Kurana's brother. You know, he looked really familiar. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why. Yeah. Also, any eagle eyes out there might notice that Vijay Raz was in it as a minor character, from, but, but was also in Monsoon Wedding. Yeah, but a, a great character. He's honestly, I've never seen this guy without every time thinking to myself, I love that guy. He's so great. And if Shraddha Kapoor looked familiar, that would probably be because she was Ophelia in Hater. Yes. She has a really spotty history of films. She has picked a lot of bad movies, but she has been in some really good movies. Mostly Hater and this one. She's a really good dancer, and that's that's why she's been in some of them. And I was glad that they showed off her dancing in the credit track. Yeah, so one of the things about this movie was it was extremely Western in feel, so mm-hmm. very beginner kind of Bollywood movie. Very Western in feel, but they did manage to cram in an item number mm-hmm. and a credit number. Yes, and the item number, there were actually two item numbers, but they cut one of them. Sadly. Yes, and... I don't know why, because the movie was only two hours and ten minutes. I mean... It, it really could have sustained it. I, I'm I'm not sure either. Yeah, um, it's really short by Bollywood standards. Yeah, and the item girl dancer was Nora Fatehi, who has been in a bunch of... She's in a bunch of music videos. She's been in a bunch of other movies as an item number girl. Mm, yeah. Including uh, Bola. So this movie is based on an urban legend. Nalepa. Which is basically the idea that you can write, come tomorrow, and it will ward off ghosts and evil spirits. Which I like that they point out at some point in the movie, like, wow, this ghost must be really dumb. So this ghost is the most common one from these urban legends, which is the bride ghost who's looking for her husband. It's happening during the puja festival of this local village. And our main characters are too smart for all that. Uh, yeah, they don't believe in this nonsense. That's all superstition. They're not going to pay some guy to write, oh, Stree, Stree means woman, by the way, come again tomorrow. Yeah, with his special paint. But it becomes apparent very early on that this ghost is not only real, but extremely active in this village. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that they've gotten this old without having confirmed instances of this happening before. I don't understand why if the ghost is this absolutely real, they ever had a chance to disbelieve it. Yeah. Well, and these are three young men, but I mean, like, they're working men. They're just, like, not married. Yeah, uh, Rajkumar Rao is a tailor. He's like the world's amazing, best tailor. World's best tailor. Yeah. He's like a, a Vishnu's incarnation as a tailor, which is hilarious. Yeah, and his two friends are kind of 
similar in attitude of the the typical Indian character of the slacker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Shraddha Kapoor in this movie really was giving me Karina Kapoor vibes. And she is from the Kapoor family. Yes. And I think she, she kind of looked like her a little bit, too. Yeah, I think that's and a I lot think of it. That was a lot of it. And on the eyes. Yeah, and especially early on when she was charming Rajkumar Rao, she captured a lot of what Karina Kapoor did in early movies, her own early movies, just not as manic. Yes, she definitely wasn't manic at all in this because mm-hmm. she was mysterious. That's right. The visitor from out of town coming in just for the festival. Exactly. But who is she really? Uh, I don't know. What's her name? We don't know. Yes. So, so speaking of Stree. I know, right? She's so, just a woman. That was the early uh, early mystery mm-hmm. in this movie. Did you like that as part of establishing that she's out of the loop in popular culture, she expressed ignorance of who was Akon? (laughs) Yeah. And it was really hard for me to tell if... uh, So Rajkumar Rao is like, oh, I listen to totally English music. This is Akon. Because he's so cool. He's so cool. And he's talking about Akon's track from Ra 1, a Shah Rukh Khan movie, which is... and, And Kareena Kapoor, actually, which is not that good. And weirdly, Akon does a rap for it. And I couldn't tell if this was a joke <laughs> about, like, how Rajkumar Rao is into something that's kind of cheesy, or if this song was actually cool in India ever. And if they think that Akon is a bigger deal than he is in America. Because he was like, oh yeah, Akon. He's like this person, the some Indian person of his country. And I was like, did you just list someone who, like, people who listened to music in the 90s and early 2000s kind of know who that was? Like, they know who he is, but he was never really that big of a deal? Yeah, he was not. Also, Raw 1 is not a recent movie to when this is made. Yeah, when did that come out? 2011. Oh, yeah, And this movie was 2018. Seven years ago. But, you know, I will say... So if you're trying to be like, I listen to all the coolest English language music, and you're like, here's this track that I'm listening to right now, it's seven years old, that's probably not the one that I would choose to demonstrate how cool I was. Probably not. I will say that YouTube Music did constantly try to play me Want to Be My Chamak Cello until I thumbs it down finally, because I was like, y'all... This is not a good song. Maybe that song was big in India, and so everyone still likes knows who Akon is and likes the track. I, think I don't it, know. I think it was big in India, and the problem is it had all the same issues that Akon's music had here, <laughs> which is that it's extremely one note, and he's not actually that great of a rapper. But he does speak English. He does speak English, and he was willing to go to India. So there you go. I mean, that I guess he wasn't quite as locked up. As he said he was. <laughs> LOL. That was his big hit. <laughs> I like that you had to explain that, though. Yeah, I, I legit, I was, I worried as soon as I made the joke that people wouldn't remember that that was a big song of his. I, he's really not that big of a deal. No, he's not at all. <laughs> yeah, so this is a horror movie that kind of has very modern feeling characters. It does. The music. Okay. I loved the music in Mm -hmm. this movie. All of it, the track, the sound, uh, the score, the, the songs, everything was so good. And the way that they used it and the way that it felt was so Western. Like you said, this would be 
accessible to anyone. Because even mm-hmm. the comedy part of it isn't, like, slapstick Mm-mm. comedy. It's just kind of seamlessly interwoven with the horror, which makes it nice because it means that it's a horror comedy where the comedy isn't undercutting the horror. And that happens so much. It really does. This is... Uh, I actually... Well, this is not quite as good as that, but it's more like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That is exactly what I was thinking. So yeah. It's like, it reminds me of Tucker and Dale versus Evil, where the horror stuff really is horrific. Yeah. yeah. But also the comedy but is funny, But it's so too. funny. Yeah. Like, I think about that as more a comedy than a horror. Right. And I think this is a little bit more horror than comedy. Yeah, it is. But it has kind of similar vibes. Yeah, and a big part of that is that Rajkumar Rao has a really big range. He's very good at comedy. He's very good at being awkward and playing a nerd. But he also works out a lot (laughs) and, like, plays cops and stuff, too. Sometimes he plays cops as part of a comedy. He's done a ton of stuff. He's played a uh, closeted gay cop before where the movie was about gay issues. But he also has played a ton of just cops in, like, cop movies and dramas and Mm -hmm. thrillers. And he was in a movie I really liked called Monica, Oh My Darling, where he is not playing a cop at all. But (laughs) he's, it's like a crime thriller. Oh, nice. Yeah. A comedic crime thriller. Yeah. But I mean, if you look him up, he's in a ton of stuff and you can see why he really can manage a lot of different types of roles. Shraddha Kapoor, honestly, as much as I was saying that she reminded me of Karina Kapoor a little bit in this, she feels more like Katrina Kaif in what she's able to do. Her range is not very big. She's good at some types of roles, which is mostly stuff like this. There's a reason that she's been in you know, three boggies which, with Tiger Shroff. <laughs> I mean, those movies are incredibly predictable. You're right. They're probably on par with their acting skills. And they're both really good dancers. And I think they get hired for that, too. Yeah, and she... There's a reason she was in Anybody Can Dance, too. <laughs> and she is... She is perfectly good in this movie. She does what she needs to in the role. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she never stands out. In any sense. She never takes the character and makes her memorable in any way. And there is absolutely no sense at all that she's the only one who could have done this justice. Exactly. You could have replaced her with dozens of other people and it would have been totally fine. And that's not the case for the three men that are playing the friends. Like, all three of those people played their characters in distinct ways that Mm -hmm. felt like they had a lot of personality. They were really, really good. And those are roles that frequently get given out to people who aren't memorable, too. Yeah. So that's a little different. I mean, (laughs) if you watch movies about, again, the male character is just the typical Indian movie slacker, he almost always has two friends who were dopes just like him. But dopier. But dopier. They don't have a girlfriend. They're willing to go to... Literally unbelievable lengths for this guy to get a girlfriend. <laughs> and it's very, very common for those people to, again, you're you're like, well, that could have been anybody. And it wouldn't have changed anything. And you're right, it wasn't the case here. Yeah. Even the librarian, I guess he was a librarian. Oh, no, bookstore I owner. loved him. He was so good. He had tons of personality. He did. I mean, I there think he so- struck just the right balance between... 
being a know-it-all, actually knowing some stuff and having resources Mm -hmm. that he said he did, and being scared and not wanting to do anything, but also actually going on the adventure. Yeah. He was such a mix of things, and it worked really well. And there were so many parts like that where even the smaller parts felt like they really stood out and were his dad interesting people. Yeah, that I think that Shraddha Kapoor just got like an average performance just wasn't really enough to stand out in this movie. And I, th- I think you're right. I think it's that there were so many other roles that were great. And you know, honestly, I think it would have taken a pretty. I'm not saying that again. There are dozens of other people who I think could have made this role more memorable. But I think she also wasn't given very much to do, and it would have taken someone who was a better actress yes. to do that yeah. with this role. Because a lot of her role was to not have that much of a personality. To be mysterious. Exactly. But I think the quality of the acting overall really says a lot about the director, Amar Koshik. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. I think he did a really great job with this movie. The visual style was really good. The acting, as we said, was really good. Even the way the songs were worked in were really good. Yeah. And honestly, this is in many ways a very simple horror movie. But to do simple horror and have it still be effective and interesting is hard. It is hard. This so, The urban legend this is based on is incredibly simple. There's no twist. There's no, there's no anything. It's the most basic ghost story. And the other person who should definitely be mentioned in this is Dinesh Vijan, who produced this movie, because he kind of spun it out into a horror universe. Okay. And he's done two other, he's produced two other movies in this universe, and there will also be a direct sequel to Street coming out next year. But the two other movies he's done in this universe, which are not... With the same characters. Right. Are Ruhi. Which which also stars Rajkumar Rao and... Got terrible reviews. Well, yeah, I... mm, Rajkumar Rao has tricked me into watching a few movies that I did not like. This was one of them. Yes. Uh, I I thought, but it's horror comedy and it's got Rajkumar Rao and I like the plot description. Mm -hmm. Probably I'll like it. No, it's not very good. Yeah, and the other movie is Bedya, which is the werewolf movie with Rune that came out last year. Oh, I do want to see that. So And that one's reviews were much better. Yes. <laughs> so, and again, because these are just part of the same universe, much like the Marvel series, you're not having to watch every single one. Exactly. Or Rohit Shetty's cop universe. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're Which, not, if you don't watch every single one, what are you doing? I know, you'll be so lost. Um, so it makes it nice because you can skip Ruhi and still watch Bedia and not be confused. Yeah. But I really like his ambition and I do, too. And I respect the effort that he made with Ruhi. Honestly, they're just, like, there was there was one, eh, there's one big part of the plot that just, like, didn't work because it wasn't fleshed out well enough. I love that he, I mean, you can tell that he really likes to do this. He's interested in it. These are not cash grabs because, like you said, they're not the most popular movies. And they're not all going to be good. But I really like the ones that are. Yeah, and the fact that he's not trying to do too much with them. 
I like that, too. He's not trying to reinvent what horror is, and that he's able to do a horror comedy, which I think is quite difficult to do, that he's able to do it well. A lot of people have proven that it is very difficult to do. Yeah. Because honestly, it's nice to just have horror movies that aren't just slasher movies. So many American horror movies are really just slasher movies. Yeah, they are. And so many Korean horror movies are just about serial killers. Like, something that's just a light... easily digestible ghost story i'm into that yeah because they're also also a lot of korean movies are like convoluted ghost stories where there's like too many ghosts or like too much is going on it's like an asylum that's haunted (laughs) but like it's too haunted and you're like okay well now i'm just seeing everything that you guys could think of that was scary yeah and that's people will do too much with horror and i like it when you don't it's amazing when it's simple because I get why people are like, but if I do more, it's going to be scarier. Well, yeah, but it's not going to be as good. It's yes. not going to hold together as much. It's not as scary to me if I'm sitting there thinking, well, what does this have to do with the plot, though? Well, and Stree had scary moments, but it, the quality of the movie was such that I would be willing to watch it again and again. Yeah. And it kind of had a sweet ending. It does have a sweet ending. Mm-hmm. I mean, Raj Kumar Rao is quite, quite charming. Of course. So I think that's it for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. So speaking of the ending, I absolutely love the way they trap the ghost. Me too. (laughs) One of the things about, and one of the things I love is that they exploit the silliness of most urban legends. Yes. So this idea that you can just paint something on the outside of your house that says go away ghost and it goes away. Yeah. That's insane. And I love that they use that to be like, okay, what does this tell us about the ghost? I love that they spell out how stupid it is. Okay, one, the ghost is obedient. Right. The ghost can read. Yep. Love it. The ghost is obedient. Yep. And what was the third one? Oh, the ghost is stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Because oh, it keeps okay. seeing I'll the same sign oh, and keeps coming back the next day. come back again tomorrow. Yes. I really love that. Because I love that it wasn't that the re- legend was wrong. Like, everyone thinks this works, but it actually doesn't. No, it does work. It's just that the ghost itself, like, there's something wrong with the ghost itself. Yes. I also love that... At an earlier part of the movie, someone brings up, like, why can't we just write, don't ever come back? Yes. And the guy's like, stop overthinking this. It's It's never addressed. It's never addressed. He's like, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) So the fact that they use it to write little signs that says, like, street, oh, street, come here. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also love that they try and resolve the ghost's actual concern Mm -hmm. which is that if she is a bride who's looking for her bridegroom who truly loves her and not just for her body then that's kind of what they try and give her to lay the spirit to rest yeah which is awesome and then also respect which yes is true like Mm -hmm. she was treated horribly and i know that's that is an aspect of a lot of urban legends or like old ghost stories that they were treated badly but i like that they were like oh well maybe we can 
like, fix something. Right. That idea of if we ask her to defend our village rather than just leaving us alone. Yeah. That's a great shot at the end of That's her so looking at the sign I and the, the statue. Mm-hmm. I also love how ridiculous it is, the idea that if you just cut off the ghost braid, like, they never address it. But, I mean, it's that idea of you have to have an Achilles heel for whatever it is you're fighting. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you fight a ghost? Yeah. So this idea that if you just cut off the braid, she'll be powerless. Yeah, and I guess the idea that she's a bridal ghost, uh, maybe that lends more credence to it. Yeah. But, yeah, it is is funny. Yeah, it's probably part of old traditions, because, I mean, that's... Because like, he didn't like it when he, he, it seemed like he thought that was really mean. But also if you think about like stories about people like Samson mm-hmm. and Delilah and, sure. you know, I can imagine there being a lot of, a lot of like local stories about cutting off hair. Definitely. Being, Especially in India for a woman where that's yeah. like so much of their beauty. Totally. Yeah. I mean, if I had hair like that, that would. I mean, look I might at be Sh- powerless if you cut it off too. And look at Shraddha Kapoor's hair; like, mm-hmm. this is, it's a real thing. Yeah. So, speaking of Shraddha Kapoor, let's speak of her. I did like that she was not, in fact, the ghost. I liked that too. Yeah. What did you think about her being a witch? I liked that. The first time I watched it, I think I wasn't sure, and this time I really liked that. Yeah, I think they did not properly explain why she wasn't able to defeat Stree on her own. Yeah, but it, it was, I think that was part of it the first time. And this time I was like, eh, it's enough for me. Well, yeah. But but yeah. it does provide some nice sequel setup. It shows, like, the ambition was already there to create more of these. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, it's a plot line. It's a loose thread. Yeah. It's only there to set up potential for a sequel because it's not really frightening that she takes the braid and disappears on the bus. Yeah. Although she did have red eyes, which is scary, but it, no, she's obviously evil. Oh my yeah. gosh. Obviously has evil intentions, but, but it's not that scary. It's not, like, it's not the end of pizza. It's also not the unsatisfying end of so many horror movies where they like don't want to actually wrap it up in a happy ending. And right. so they're like, Oh, but the ghost is still there. Right. Because this village is going to live Presumably, happily ever after. Yeah, she's because, just going off to do something else. She doesn't care about this place. She's right, not going to she bother just wanted, Kumar Rao. Yeah, she just wanted the power of the braid. Yeah, exactly. She's never going to come back. Yeah. So, kind of interesting. Again, it makes me a little sad that that performance wasn't better, that the character wasn't given more personality. I know she was trying to lay low. Mm-hmm. But it's also a little confusing that she seemed to single out Rajkumar Rao and I mean, I know she was like, oh, can you make me this dress? But I guess it kind of implied that she already knew he was the chosen one. I think it does imply that. And I don't get how and I don't understand why she wouldn't have already had a device present to tell him that. Yeah. It felt like she was having to rely a lot on them finding this information on their own. But yeah. she was already saying that she was trying to hunt this ghost down. She wasn't being sly about that. Yeah. Well, she kind of was. She made she made him accuse her of being Stree first. Well, in the beginning she was. Yeah. But presumably it's difficult to walk up to just an ordinary person and say, hey, your village is haunted by a ghost and I want you to defeat it. So, you know, feeling him out is fine. But once she's already revealed, oh, I'm a ghost hunter and I'm trying to get vengeance on this ghost... 
Yeah, surely, surely at that point you can be like, and I've done some research, and I've realized that you're the chosen one. Well, yeah, especially after he's already into it. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that he went through to get her the things on her list, which I love his friend that's like, this is, do not see how weird this is. Yeah, I know. I know. And he, I love that he doesn't. He's like, she asked me to get her this stuff. Yeah. Isn't that great? Our courtship is going well. I'm going to go get a lizard tail. <laughs> And I love that the thing that he, like, getting all that stuff off the list, the thing that he wasn't sure about was what brand of brandy she wanted. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was weird. Don't you think she would have specified if it mattered? Yeah. She was extremely specific about the other things. Yeah. Because my question is, do I really have to bring you just the tail of the lizard, or could I actually just bring you a lizard? Yeah. I feel like you're asking for a lot. You want me to take the tail off for you, too? You can do that yourself. <laughs> exactly. But his character, one of the things that was so charming about his character was that mix between the, you know, jaded, world-wise, urban, like, modern man. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he falls in love with this girl, it's just, like, completely gone. Like, yes. he's just all about this girl and doing whatever it is she wants. And that was just a really charming character trait. Yeah, exactly. No critical thinking involved. That's it. I also loved the two friends who were, like, always together. Yes, me Trying too. to not get caught by Stree. I know. And I love, I mean, there were just so many comic beats where I'm like, this shouldn't have been funny, but it was somehow. And I know that's the directing. Yeah. Where the guy is telling them the steps. Yes. The bookseller is telling them the steps to avoid getting trapped by Stree. Yes. And he gets to the fourth most important step and his phone rings and he just leaves. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, that shouldn't have been funny, but I was still no, laughing at I it. I know, I know. That could have been not funny, but it was. Right, it's the oldest joke in the book, but it yeah. was still pulled off really well. It really was. Or even, like, they got in a fight, and they were like, I hope Stree abducts you. Uh, you too. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, it was just really well done. And surprisingly so. It was better than I remembered it being, even. Me too. Yeah. I remembered not liking it as much as I did the second time. I mean, I liked it. But this time I really liked it. Same. Like, I I, I was like, eh, I get it. I mean, I remember what happens. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I need to watch it again because I don't really remember much of the other stuff. But, like, I already know the plot. It was so good. Yeah. So, highly recommends. Mm-hmm. More highly than I would have before I rewatched it. Yeah. And Which it, is a good sign. <laughs> Exactly. And I think this is probably older teens because there's a lot of talk of prostitutes. Ooh, yeah. And the party and all that. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of, like, like someone actually hires a prostitute who then comes back later and wants money. I mean, it's it's definitely mentioned pretty um, explicitly. Okay. Next up, we're going more toward... Thriller horror. Mm-hmm. U-turn. Yes. And we are going to be watching the original Canada language one. There's mm-hmm. been a ton of remakes of this movie, which I, in India, is always a good sign. And it is a thriller that is centered around what I find to be a baffling way of constructing your highways. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. <laughs> For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com. Everybody, everybody.